so I'm feeling some kind of way, a little shitty right now. Really? Yeah. Why? Because, like, I just finished this week, uh, and just today I just auditioned um, some yoga teachers. (laughs) Um, Most of them were great, but the one that I just wrapped up with just rubbed me the wrong way. Okay, tell me more. And let me just preface this by saying, when someone auditions, when you're hiring someone, Uh you want them to be good. Because you want to bring them on, right? I don't look for... I'm not like... I don't get off on like... Um, looking for someone's bad points. Yeah, because you, know you this is your time. Right. And it'd be way easier for you if you found somebody like right. that. So my... Let me just say my name's Kai. Oh yeah, this is Allison. And this is the great. I'm really engrossed in your story. <laughs> so... Um, this lovely little late woman comes in and um, she starts teaching and um, it was maybe 20 minutes of, of class time that she taught and uh, the immediate uh, red flags was that she was moving too fast right she just taught way too fast she was breathing too fast her instructions were, were not clear I didn't know where I was going um, I could, I only knew because she would say the name, name of a yoga pose when I do it, right? Mm-hmm. But she couldn't teach me how to get into it. And then she kept demoing way too much. Like, I don't need you to show me what to do. Like, you should be able to, to instruct me, right? So, um, we wrap up and I ask, can I give some feedback? And so I did. And so I told her, you move too fast. It wasn't really clear. There's some sections that were very unclear, and the demo demoing was too much. And so her response to me was, "Well, you know, when I'm in a normal class, I do move slower. Uh, my instructions are very clear, and I don't demo that much." So I was like, "Well, I can only go on what you brought to the table today, right? Like, why are you being defensive, right? And why didn't you teach that way? It's like just own what you did or didn't do." Because I can't be like, oh, really? You don't teach this way? Then I trust you. You're hired. It doesn't work that way, right? You're like, not only did you demo in a poor fashion, you don't take feedback well. <laughs> right. So this is just a double dose of no. So this put me in a funk. Yeah. And I'm so like, ugh. Well, did you find any good ones? Oh, yeah, definitely. So the good always outweighs the Absolutely. bad. Absolutely. It does. But it was... <laughs> Just it just happened. But it would be off brand of us to talk about the positive ones. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that happens, you know. I mean, I don't want her to. Yeah, you know, I want her to improve. You so want the best for her. Absolutely, and I hope that she she grows and comes back and re-auditions. But but right now, that I just had to get that she's that fired. mini gripe out the way. Uh, the return of the mini gripe. <laughs> I remember it fondly. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, like, I always feel like feedback is, it's such a good thing, right? Mm Because it wasn't coming from, like, a shitty place. I was like, this is what I would love to see, and this is what I expect if I'm going to bring someone on, so. Yeah. Aaron never gives me any feedback. No. Reviews are coming up, and I said, are you going to review me this year? Do you feel like you would take well? Yeah. Oh. No, we have a really good working relationship. Mm. I think you have to 
when you work with your spouse. Right. I give him feedback. Sometimes he gives me some, but not very often. When I asked him for feedback, he said more cuddles and hugs. Oh. <laughs> Not relevant. <laughs> he said, "Oh, that's cute." <laughs> I was like, "No, make me better at my job, please." <laughs> um, I also have to say that I don't know why I'm noticing this, but are you aware of this Impossible Burger? I've never even heard of it. You haven't? I feel like I'm inundated with it everywhere. Is it on your Instagram feed? It is. But it's like different restaurants promoting their impossible burger. And so can Seattle only make a hamburger? (laughs) As opposed to what? I don't I just feel like everybody's always touting their hamburger. Right. I mean they need to be better. If you're gonna be brag if you're gonna brag about how good the burgers are in Seattle, they need to be better. (laughs) It's true. Right? I'm just saying. Yeah. So this okay, so I have been seeing it everywhere. And then I went to one of my favorite restaurants. Which um, is what? I don't want to say. Oh, what I want to know. Okay, it's uh, called Meet the Moon. I've never even heard of it. That's because it's like a cute little neighborhood place. That's so sad. That you know, I'm not taking tra- me there. It's like in Lashai. You're not trying to travel over there. <laughs> um, but it's great. It's beautiful. They have great food. And they had this veggie burger that I love what so much. It's like grainy. It's crispy. It's delicious, right? And it doesn't, it tastes like a veggie burger. It's not trying to taste like meat, mm-hmm. right? So they replaced it with this Impossible Burger. And so I found out from them that Impossible Burger, it's a brand of burger. It's like Morningstar, say, right? And the thing is, like, I asked the guy, like, is it good? He's like, oh, yeah, it tastes like meat. I was like, well, I'm not really into that. Yeah. Like, I eat meat. Yeah, I eat meat. If I wanted a burger... i get a real burger. I'd get a burger, right? Do you know me? <laughs> exactly. So, he said it was good, so I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And it's terrible. It's not good. Oh, my... So, what... It's awful. What are you going to do? Well, I just think... I, I don't get why jam. different places are touting that they carry the Impossible Burger. Like, every place. It's like the hot new thing. I haven't heard of it. Don't do it. It's so, one of those things that if you, you know, are trying to eat less meat and you eat this burger to do that, you'll be disappointed and you'll just, you'll keep eating burgers. Do you remember a couple of years ago, there was this big thing where they, in the labs, they were making a meat substitute? I, no. No, seriously. Ew. This was on the news a couple of years ago. They were making a meat substitute and it was not meat, but it's supposed to taste like meat. I'm wondering if this is that. They came up with the technology finally. Yeah. And I, I know this going to sound shitty, but I don't want my food to be super sciencey. <laughs> I don't want it to be a science project. You want that farm to table. I do. <laughs> and like I get the science that goes into agriculture of it, but I don't want to eat a science experiment. Yeah. You know? Um, Scientists, stay in your lane. <laughs> Cure cancer. You got a big lane, and we appreciate the lane, and we believe the lane. Some of our vegan listeners are going to get mad at us. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. Um, stay yeah, in their lane. So I love a good, you know, burger that has some grains, sometimes oh, some veggies. I love it's a so black delicious. Bean burger. Yeah. There's this place in Charlotte that has the best black bean burgers. Oh, really? Sir Edmund Haley's. I'm giving it up. Mm. Go there. Um, Blue Moon, that's here in Seattle. They used to have a really good veggie burger, but they took it off the 
friggin' menu. And it was like the only reason why I was going there. <laughs> the so. only reason. Because, yeah, it's, yeah, their service is terrible. Mm. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> so there's that. That's a good burger story. I, like, I love a burger. Mm-hmm. But you just made a burger recently. It, when I was on the cleanse? Uh-huh. How did that go for you? Not good. Why? <laughs> I um, told you the reason why, right? Yeah. I asked you the pitfalls. Like, was it tough? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So do y'all remember a couple weeks ago I was doing the sugar detox, which I basically am still holding down. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm doing like a 90-10 version. That's good. January has changed my life. <laughs> Sugarfreed.com. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> we are so stupid. Okay. Aaron was out of town. Yes. And I wanted to eat... I had thought out some hamburger, and I was like, what am I going to do with this? I will attempt to make a hamburger. I have never tried to make a hamburger in my life. I can't believe that. That's so, so funny. Either my dad made it for me or Aaron makes it for me. Mm. Why is grilling a man thing? So I didn't even try to turn on the grill. I was like, I'll just do it, it just on the stove. It on a grill. Oh, I'm, oh yeah. Mm. But that, that's just, that was too complicated. <laughs> so I made my little patties. And I put them in the stove, or on, on the stove, and yeah, they just weren't good. Because they were tough, right? They were tough. I overcooked them, didn't season them enough. Yeah. I and just, I told you that you overworked them. Because yeah. if they're tough, that means that, that you just over... But how do you pat them into a patty without working them? Don't overwork it. Okay, what's the threshold of working versus overworking? Like, you take the, you know, the ground protein and put it into a little ball, and then you just, like, pat it down s- softly. If you overmix it, it gets real tough. I'm so... That's all I'm saying. Annoyed at Kai <laughs> trying to mansplain to me. <laughs> you asked. Um, but I still ate it because I didn't have anything else to eat. Right. And I, I feel like if you put enough cheese and, and stuff on it, it tastes fine. You can cover the imperfections <laughs> yeah. with cheese. Yeah. Jesus, they answered all. <laughs> but here in Seattle, if you go out and get a hamburger and it's like $17, mm-hmm. I'm expecting it to be really good. Right. And more often than not, I'm like, Aaron, let's just go to Costco, get some ground beef, you make me a burger, call it good. Have we talked about burgers before? Could we have a whole gripe on burgers? Did we? We haven't. Yeah, I mean, there's one place that sticks out that I like, burger-wise. Dick's? No. Uh-uh. They, they were voted number one burger, um... According to what Seattle Times, what is it? They came up with a burger um, uh, list. We're really going down this wormhole. We what are. Was it was what? What's the best burger? They said Dix's. Oh, oh yes. I thought you were gonna say my favorite currently is a place called Feed. I think it's called Feed and Company. It's in there's it's in the Central District, and it's really really yummy. Hmm. Throughout something new. Interesting. Yeah, they got some game. Yeah. Well, now that we've spent five minutes talking about hamburgers, <laughs> everybody, what's your favorite burger? Let us know. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Um, 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 I know I, I didn't have any burgers this past weekend. <laughs> we're still going. Um, we're still going down. <laughs> I was with my my bro, and he's not a big burger person. That's I, that's weird. <laughs> well, we did have some great food. We had a great time together. This is my brother from Hong Kong. And um, we ended up going to um, Mount Rainier. Mm-hmm. And I'd never been there before. 
gorgeous. The drive was beautiful. It was so nice. It, it, there was some mist happening. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of scared. It just makes you feel like the Northwest is the best place to live. It is, but I was also scared driving on the, those winding roads yeah. by the, you know, yeah, by you the know, edge. It's going to go tumbling like down. Like, your brother is um, a father of two. He is. So you don't want to kill him. Or myself, well, more importantly. Yeah. <laughs> or you, I guess. Um, so a couple of really weird things happened while I was with my bro. The first one was that when we got to Mount Rainier, I didn't realize how goddamn steep that thing is. Mm-hmm. So we walked up for an hour, and it was torture. I was super annoyed, super ornery. <laughs> so- he was trying to be nice, and I was like, no. I don't want that bullshit. No. Don't take my picture. <laughs> I was so, really upset. You, was it because you felt like you were doing it for him? I just get stressed out when I don't know what's happening. Right? I was like, is this steepness ever going to end? Yeah. Will it flatten out? Right? It's with anything new for me. Like, I'm going to be a cranky mofo until I realize the terrain Mm-hmm. And yet, what I can expect—whether it's a workout, if it's a, if it's a hike—I'm just gonna be kind of cranky. And then after I get through it, like, okay, that wasn't too bad. Now I know what to expect for the next time. Yeah, do you know I what I mean? That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So it was an hour of going uphill. That's terrible. Yeah. And then we reached where the clouds were. I'm like, okay, this is enough. We're gonna go back down. <laughs> that's adventurous for you too. Yeah. Well, he's that's his thing. He likes to be outside. Has it always been his thing? No, I think he learned it. This is a new thing. Well, it's not. I mean, it's like ten years, fifteen okay. years. Yeah. But I've never been like, let's go camping. Yeah. I, I don't like a sticky face in the morning. It's icky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that that happened. Also, then we got back to the city. Had dinner. And I'm crossing the street. Um, and the light, the the walk signal had just turned from walk to don't walk, mm-hmm. right? Um, and there's like a, the countdown. It's like a seven second countdown. And this woman was in her car, truck rather, with her windows down. And she's like, hey, babe, you got six seconds to cross the street before I run you down. <gasps> hmm Yeah, see, I'm talking to you, cutie. Stop. And I was like, oh, my God. Is this really happening? And then we crossed the street. He's like, oh, I still, I still see, see you, cutie. I was like, I, I feel so awkward right now. You were Nin. Me. She's talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you do? You just got hollered at. Dude, I all I could do was give her a bro nod. <laughs> so what did you do? You the chin up. <laughs> I was mortified. I'm a, and I was in like, love with And I was her. like, um, this is how women feel when they're catcalled every <laughs> single day. Yeah. So this leads us to a topic of, I can't believe this is happening to me. Oh my <laughs> God. I'm in love with her. Was she older? Was she our age? She was our age. Let me, you know, a little rough on the, on the edges. Yeah. You know, she's in her truck with her flannel, with her hair pulled back, you know. <laughs> Props for her. You know, because you know sometimes I like to give a little wink to people and they're not expecting it. Right. This is more than a wink. This <laughs> is a how's you doing. I just imagine that, I mean, obviously, like, we're talking about it. 
it brought you a little bit of joy. A little bit, but but my, my brother was laughing so hard, As he and should. even like when he got, he, you know, he he laughed and he ended up in Minneapolis. He sent me a text. I can't believe that happened to you. Still, I'm still laughing about that. <laughs> what if you walked over to her and gave her your number? Oh, should we play the hypothetical game? I wonder what she would have done because sometimes, like from the safety of oh, your yes. automobile, that's true. You're you're feeling brave. But then if something actually comes of it, then you get a little scared. Right. I bet that's what would have happened. No, I felt like she had some some BDE in her. BDE. Some big dick energy about her. Oh, my God. She was feeling it. She I'm had the confidence. To, I'm going to have to put up the explicit content <laughs> on this week's episode. So there have I can count the number of times that I've been hit on by women in my life. That was number two. Stop. <laughs> the only other time has been one? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, in high school, that um, that doesn't count. Yeah. It's all puppy love stuff. Um, the first time it happened, I was dancing at a club uh, in Minneapolis called First Avenue. It was me and my uh, my friend Troy. And we were dancing for, um, like, an artist. And um, we got off stage. And this woman, she was much older, a much older Asian woman approached me. She's like, I saw you up there. I think you need to buy me a drink. And I was like, what is happening <laughs> right now? So what'd you do? I, I, I ghosted her. I was like, bye. <laughs> before ghosting even had before a term. Exactly. Ghosting I laid her out of there. Cool. I was like, bye. I'm out of here. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> That's it? I find that to be hard to believe. I mean, it could have happened. Those are the two times that I was hyperly aware yeah. that this was actually happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Call, color me mortified. <laughs> Um, so yeah, this week's episode is all about, is this really happening? Like, is this happening right now? Is it really? Is this doing its thing right now? I cannot, I cannot. Am I I living? Am I dreaming? I simply, I'm dead. Somebody pinched me. Is this a dream? Am I a ghost? (laughs) Um, do you have episodes in your life where, you know that movie with Gwyneth, uh, Sliding Doors? Sliding Doors, yeah. You feel like where maybe if you had missed that subway stop and, you know gotten off at the next step that your life would be changed? I think about that every single day. Wait, you think about that every day? Usually, yeah. I'm like, maybe if I wait three more seconds, then I'm going to run into the love of my life. Oh, yeah, that's a good way to think. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it hasn't happened yet. I'm still waiting for that moment. It'll happen. <laughs> I have faith in the universe. Um, or when something bad happens, and you're like, oh, if I had just left my house five minutes ago yes. this wouldn't have happened right i'm more in that camp i'm not in the like oh you know i'm always in the negative camp uh-huh. and and it's then i like obsess about it mm-hmm. it's weird interesting mm-hmm. so that's that <laughs> <laughs> um what's a moment for you my first moment yeah I'm taking it back to seventh grade. Okay, dang. Yeah, I took it back. So I, and guys, listeners, all like some of mine are kind of serious when of things that I couldn't believe that were happening. So, in seventh grade, it is Thanksgiving, and we are driving from Greenville to Columbia, mm-hmm. and um, my dad's driving, and he um. We were on the interstate, 
I-26, and there was a woman with Alzheimer's who had gotten on the wrong <gasps> ramp. She had gone on the oh, entrance no. or, like, the exit ramp or whatever. Anyway, so she was driving the wrong way on the freeway. This is a very clueless moment. Yes. <laughs> Screaming on the freeway. Yes. So, um, everybody is able to move out of the way. Uh-huh. Did she realize that she's going the wrong no. direction? No. And except for the Williams family. Uh-huh. And oh, so no. my dad breaks really hard and swerves into the median. Uh-huh. And we flipped over. What? Like multiple times. We are flipping over in the median. Like you're a stunt woman. Yes. And so I am not making this up. I have a specific memory of thinking somebody in this car is going to die. Uh-huh. Who's it going to be? Because, I mean, it was traumatic. Yeah. And we ended up turning, landing right side up. Oh, man. um, On the other side of the interstate. Whoa. Yeah. And, I mean, that is definitely like, I cannot believe this is happening. Because I remember thinking, one of us is going to die. Who's going to die? Like, something terrible is going to happen. And in the end, nothing terrible happened. Um, My brother had, you know, some... I did some damage on his hand, um, but that was all the extent of, us, of the injuries. Yeah, we were all. That is a miracle. It is. That's nuts. And the other thing um, is, you know, again, I'm from the south, and um, somebody after you know we're in the hospital and everybody in our community is kind of finding out what happened, um, and we somebody that we knew from church, I believe or maybe from my parents' work, they had driven by the accident and they said a prayer for us. Uh And they told us about that afterwards. And I remember being like so touched by that because it was a big accident and we were were all fine. Uh So now whenever I pass an accident... You give a little good juju. I do. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. But how it has affected me today is I still worry about getting in a car accident. And, like, from that time on... Um, you only drive tanks now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining myself in, like, a Humvee. Um, but, like, right after that, the accident happened. Anytime I would hear an ambulance, I would think that, like, my oh, dad had gotten into an accident. PTSD. Or my mom had gotten into an accident. Mm. Yeah. So, obviously, it's not that bad anymore. Was your mom in the car, too? The whole family. The whole family. Oh, man. Um, That's nuts. But, yeah. I can't believe this is happening. I've only been in one car accident in my life, and I was not the driver. Oh, um, really? Yeah. I've been in several. Really? A lot of them my fault. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to talk about that, too. Um, yeah, the only time I got into an accident, it was a snowy, slippery Minnesota mm-hmm. afternoon. Me and my girl Mandy went to the mall. Of course, you and Mandy were going to the yeah. mall. Yeah, and then we were leaving, and um, someone hit us from behind, and we just went spinning. It's yeah. really scary. It's, you it feel was scary. very out of control. Yeah. Um, but that's the only time I've been in an accident, and that is like a very like, oh my god, everything goes slower for me. It, it slowed down, and it was very. I can't believe this is happening right now. Yeah. So when you were talking about driving up Mount Rainier mm. and like that windy road. I don't think I could do that. I would be so anxious the whole time mm. that I you would slip a sleight of hand that I wouldn't enjoy yes. doing well, it. Well my stupid brother's like, oh my God, look at how gorgeous this is. Like, no. <laughs> I'm keeping my damn damn eyes on the road, fool, for both our sake. 
you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, there there were moments where it was like, oh, God, this is gorgeous, right? But you can't look. And then there's moments where it's just mist and fog. You can't see. No, that is giving me palpitations <laughs> right now. Yeah, it's, it's scary. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the first of three yoga-related stories Ooh, is coming up next. So much yoga. Um, so when I was teaching in, in Minneapolis, Minneapolis, um, I met uh, an awesome student. She was com- coming to my classes all the time. And then one day she approached me and said, my husband needs yoga and we want to hire you to, to teach in privates. And it was somebody famous. Um, he is there. Yes. We'll call him Carl. Um, I hate it when you give fake names. <laughs> I have to. Um, so I met Carl. Um, he was overweight because he had just had like a liver transplant. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was just weak and he needed to move his body. He needed to sweat. And so we worked for like two years together. It was pretty awesome. Um, and during that time, his marriage to his wife, who was my student as well, had been deteriorating, right? And um, eventually she moved out. And she was, she was kind of in and out of the house. And he met someone else. Actually, the someone else was the reason why she moved out. Oh. Okay. So we had planned um, a session. And I drove over to the house and um, expecting to work with him. But instead, Marsha uh, uh, opened the door. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's weird that she's here. And then behind her was another woman. And it was the mistress. They're and all homies? No. They weren't expecting each other. And so I... My mouth is dropped. I just came upon them. And... Uh, she's like, oh, Carl's not home, but I'm, I'm here. I was like, okay. And she looked at the mistress like, do you want to join us? And so I taught <laughs> yoga to the wife and the mistress of this guy. Stop. <laughs> and it was super awkward the entire time. And as we were ending, Carl came home and he was loving it. He said it was the funniest thing in the world. I mean... <laughs> and all the while, I'm like, is this really happening? So many questions. <laughs> like, were they friendly towards each other? They were, I mean, they were amicable. They weren't, you know, rude. Going on last week's theme, was she just being polite? <laughs> I think that's what's happening. Like, at the expense of her own yoga class? <laughs> no, I would never. <laughs> never, never, never. So that was a, a moment I will never forget. That's good. <laughs> Um, my next one, where I couldn't believe this is happening, actually taught me a good life lesson. Oh, okay. Now I'm in high school. I'm not afraid of getting in car accidents anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're going at least 15 miles over the speed limit on the regular. At all times. I've caused a few accidents by this point in time. (laughs) Um, so, uh, this is going to make me sound like such a... Becky, but maybe that's who I am. 
Maybe that's my persona. I don't know. So I was on the cheerleading squad in high school. Did you know this about me? I did know that. So my sophomore and junior year, I was a cheerleader. My junior year, not only was I a cheerleader, I was the co-captain. Mm-hmm. And every year, you had to try out to be on the next year's squad. Okay. So the end of Protocol. my... Protocol. Yep. Uh-huh. So the end of my junior year, I try out. <coughs> I think I have it in the bag, and I don't make it. Ooh. <clears throat> I do not make the senior cheerleading squad. And... That was what I remember as the first time I had not got something that I had, like, set my mind out to do. Uh-huh. And um, I was, like, crushed. Uh-huh. And I was like, how could I be the co-captain of the cheerleading squad and then not make it for my senior year? And I was so <laughs> upset. I mean, I remember bawling my eyes out. And, of course, my parents were there to rescue me. Uh-huh. So they set up a meeting with the principal. Oh, my. I, I got caught out of class because my parents were at the high school <laughs> Meeting with the principal uh, of uh, AC Flora High School, <laughs> Dr. Marty Martin was Damn. his name. And they were just like, this is not okay. And I agreed. Mm-hmm. It was not okay. <laughs> you see me getting all high and mighty. <laughs> and of course, in my defense, I, I feel like it was something with the coach. Like it I was, felt like she had some beef it against was personal. me. Yeah, it was personal. I see. Which, how are you going to take, like as an adult... How are you going to take actions like that against a high schooler? So the coach was one picking. Mm-hmm. See, I thought it was like the cheerleaders, the heads that the were... The votes? Yeah. No, it was oh, the coach. I yeah. I watched too much Bring It On, apparently. <laughs> yeah. And I was adamant. I was like, you need to show me the scoring. Like, I want to see the scoring. And if I honestly scored lower than some of these freshmen, uh-huh. then I'm fine with it. Right. She wouldn't, she wouldn't <sighs> give it up. So anyway, of course, because I got my parents involved, they offered me a spot. Okay. And I didn't take it. Yeah. I turned it down. I don't want a pity spot. Right. But in the end, I the valuable lesson that I learned is that you don't get everything, you know, you don't get everything that you want. And some adults are liars. And <laughs> I did something else extracurricularly. You burnt her house down. I didn't. <laughs> you should have. I did not spend any time in jail for burning the <laughs> coach's house down. I think I... Not I think, I know. I tutored some elementary school instead. kids. Instead. Oh, that's turning I, a, into a positive. I'm proud of you. Thank you. That's nice. Yeah. But I could not believe it was happening. <laughs> I was working at Gloria Jean Coffee Bean when I found out. How'd you find out? My friend Lauren called me at work. On the landline. On the landline at Gloria Jean's Coffee Beans. <laughs> Love it. She found me and she was like, Allison. I've got news for you. I need to tell you something. Are you sitting on the coffee beans? <laughs> Or are you sitting on a coffee bag? Allison, I need to tell you that you did not make the cheerleading. I mean, you know, like when you you know that you're going to get something and then it doesn't happen? <laughs> it was just crazy. Crushing. For even. a junior in high school. <laughs> I know that you think I'm so ridiculous. No, but you learned a valuable life lesson. <laughs> yeah. it, it toughened you up. It did. It gave you some character. Mm-hmm. And that's gorgeous. But the funny thing, like the next day I went to school, and this is just so... Uh, just how we think mm. that I was like, Everyone, I almost didn't want to go to school. I was like, yeah. everybody's it's gonna, gonna know. No, I mean, they're looking at me. Nobody knew. They're looking at my non cheerleader ass. Half the time, my <laughs> senior year, people still thought I was a cheer- <laughs> like they still. And that's all that was fun. <laughs> yeah. You actually won in that in that <laughs> regard. <laughs> Okay. Um, anyway, them freshmen couldn't stomp though. Okay. <laughs> no. so. I, I seen it, and they couldn't. <laughs> Um, 
Okay, so let's take it back to about 2005. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm again in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. And I am managing... Spent way too much time there. I did. Managing my first yoga studio. Okay. Um, I had just done a Target run. You know, bought that toilet paper for the studio and, you know, got some supplies. And this is on the weekend. It's like Saturday night, about 9 p.m., uh, and I'm like, I'm not doing anything, so let me just go drop off these supplies at the yoga studio. Um, and so I drive into the parking lot, and all the lights are on. I'm like, uh, that's weird. Why are the lights on here? Um, so I walk into the studio, unlock it, whatever. The mu- There's, like, music blaring. I think I know this story. It's super loud. All the lights are on. And there's, like like, light stands that are just kind of, I'm like, what is going on? And I'm nervous, and I get scared. So I back out. videoing a porn. (laughs) (laughs) I back out and pull out my Nokia flip phone, and I call 911. (laughs) And so the police come. They, we, we sort of enter together. We go into the yoga studio itself. And there is a naked photo shoot happening in my yoga studio. So what happened was <laughs> one of the cleaners of the studio thought that she could sneak in, do a naked photo shoot of a pregnant woman, one of her friends that was pregnant, in the studio. <laughs> With all the lights. I mean, she wasn't too far off base. With the mood music just blasting through the studio. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, they got caught. And with the police. With the police, y'all. <laughs> Didn't know what to do. Because, um, I mean, what are the odds that you're going to be delivering toilet paper so late at night? That's true. But, you know, I work 24-7, yo. You were a good manager. <laughs> I was Go back to last the week. The best. Two weeks ago. <laughs> best boss ever. <laughs> Um, so the police asked, do you want to press charges or Hell yeah. do you want her to sleep? It's like, no, I don't, I'm not going to press charges, but Aww. just leave. Um, <laughs> so they packed their stuff. And were they mortified? I'm sure they were. You have so many good, <laughs> like right place at the wrong time. Right. Exactly. Wrong place at the right time. But then I'm like, should I have let them finish? No. It was just weird. I often think that. I would have just like was just chill about it. But what if they? It would have been better if they had just if she had just asked. Well, she said she did. She said I left you a voice message. It's like, well, obviously I didn't get it if I didn't <laughs> reply back to you. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah, that was the end of her cleaning at my studio. Obviously. Oh, she got fired. Of course. I'm not gonna keep her. I would have fired her. Really. I did. I mean, she asked. But she she didn't really ask me. Just because me. you didn't listen to your voicemail. Stop. <laughs> so that happens. Um, my next one, again, is another car one. <laughs> I don't know if I've talked about this on the show or not yet. But I this is one of those where it caused me a whole lot of headache for like two years. Mm. When if I had just been looking over my shoulder at the right time. Uh So I was in a parking lot Mm -hmm. and um, you know that thing where you're reversing 
and you have your hand on the wheel, you look over your shoulder, nothing's there, and then you proceed, proceed. to look forward. And go. And then go. Yeah. Well, in that, like, ten seconds, not even ten. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a long time not Two looking. seconds? <laughs> half a second? Yeah. A car pulled up behind me. Uh-huh. And I backed into them. Uh-huh. And it was like a 2025 Audi. Like it was a brand new Audi. <laughs> I dented their door 2025, in. I love it. Yeah. I dented their door in. Like I made a noticeable mm. dent. And I was just like, this is one of those things where I was like, ugh. I know this is going to be such a pain in the ass. So I knew it was going to be a pain in the ass because nobody was hurt. Mm-hmm. Like you can't hurt somebody going five miles an hour. Right. And you're both you know, kind of stationary. Yes. But I did F up their car, uh-huh. like for sure. Anyway, they called 911. Oh, dear. And that's when I was like, is this really happening? <laughs> because they're calling 911. And they had 911 on speakerphone. Oh, stop. Yeah, because I had immediately gotten out of the car. This is not an emergency, people. It's not. Yeah. You, they should have called the non-emergency police telephone number. Correct. Yes. But nobody knows what that is. You have to like look it up, whatever. Everybody knows 911. <laughs> <laughs> So I had immediately gotten my insurance card, gotten my license out to you know, like eight hours later to give to them, <laughs> and then they're on the phone with nine one one, and I was just like, "What?" And I could hear the operator saying, "Is anybody hurt?" Right. And they said, "No." Then they should have hung up at that point. Nine one one should have hung up the phone. Well, they did. They were like, "Okay, we'll get her information, and you're free to go." Mm-hmm. So they hung up the phone. I gave them my information. While Q to Two to three months later, I'm in my house, and I get a knock on the door. And mm. I was scared because who knocks on your door mm-hmm. when you're not expecting somebody? So it's I a like, SWAT team. I right. hollered at Aaron. Aaron, somebody's at the door. He's like, <laughs> answered the door. Right. Anyway, I got served papers. Damn. I got sued. They sued me. Can't they just go through insurance? Well, they did. That's what happened. But I, I still got served the papers. I see. I had to give them to my insurance company. Damn. They sued me for... $20,000 um, for pain and suffering. Oh, wow. Yeah, because he had to go see a chiropractor. And it's funny because the driver was the one that sued me, mm. but I hit the passenger door. Mm. Yeah. I'm so, smelling some tall tales here. All that to say, I couldn't believe any of that was happening. And he didn't win $20,000, but he did win 1500 mm-hmm. And it took up like... Two years of Two your life. years. Yeah. Of wondering, like, am I going to have to go to court? Because a court date was set and everything. Uh-huh. And, you know, it was mediated. And he lied about me. <laughs> he told his lawyer that I had been drinking. <gasps> Damn. But I did, I, the, and the whole reason I was even in that place at that time is because I was at a staff meeting uh-huh. for Core Power in Bellevue. Uh-huh. And so, if anything came, I had witnesses that, that I had been at a staff meeting and yes. that I wasn't drinking. They were just mimosas. Those don't count, do they? <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, it was so annoying because I didn't even need to be at that staff meeting. Like, somebody uh, had particular, like, had requested that I come, and then it turned out to be a total waste of time. And I was, and that, like, that's what I was mad at. I was like, I didn't even need for to nothing. be here. More work for less. Yeah. Yes. And then. You made me come out here. You made me hit this car. Mm-hmm. It's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> and now there's tall tales being spread about me. Cannot you believe this. Take is action happening. about him lying Mm-mm. to you, lying about you. 
I call it slander. It's not libel. We gotta change the libel laws <laughs> in this country. <laughs> the statutes of limitation have not expired on that, have they? Um, okay, this is my last yoga story. Okay. So I'm teaching now in Los Angeles. Okay, we've moved in the valley, and um, you know. It was like a, the normal crew people that were there. And there was like a new person who had, this is like maybe his third class that I'd seen him in. And so we're in Shavasana, which is corpse pose at the very end of class. We're just laying there doing nothing. Just laying there doing nothing. For those and, of y'all that don't know. Um, all of a sudden I just hear just like, um, you know when like you rub your hands against like um, like a windbreaker mm-hmm. material, like th- those kinds of pants. Um so I hear that kind of, that friction, okay. right? Okay, please don't tell me this is um, going where I think it's going. And uh, I look over, and it's that gentleman. I use that term loosely. Uh, he, his hands are sort of like rubbing on his nylon thighs. And um, then he's like looking around as well. And I'm like, this maybe doesn't know, whatever. And so I didn't like, think anything of it. But he kept doing it. And then it ended. But then he came back the next week. And the same thing happened again. Except this time he was like, before anything happened, he started like doing kissy face lips while he was just laying there. I was like, so disturbed. It was disturbing. Okay. And then all of a sudden, like again, the nylon pants rubbing is happening. And like, okay, this is really happening. This person was he is like himself? trying. He was, he was petting himself outside of his clothes. Thank God. Okay, but I was like, "What is going?" on? And then he would make eye contact with me. Oh my God! And kissy face. No. And then keep rubbing his pants. And then I had to be like, I approached the the owner who was actually in class, and I was like, "Okay, this." Weird things happening. I don't know how to handle this. What do I do? So she's mortified. And she's like, all right, I'm going to come next week. And we're going to see. We're going to take this guy down. Right? (laughs) So she was calling around as well. And other uh, yoga studio owners were telling her, we know that person. And this is what he does. Oh, my goodness. So then the next week, he comes back. How have I never heard this (laughs) It happens again. And... She, you know, is like there listening, watching. She's like totally pissed. And um, that time after class, she called him and said, you cannot come back here ever again. But yeah. He was like emphasizing his disgusting bulge. Oh my God. facing. What is wrong with people? I know, right? We Ugh. just want to, you know, can't we just do some good yoga and... Get on with our day. Yeah. <laughs> I saw, I texted you the other day. I saw somebody pee on the street. Oh, yeah. You saw the dangalang. I saw his dangalang. <laughs> and it wasn't, I was in downtown Seattle, but it was, this was not a person in unfortunate circumstances. Uh, exactly. Uh, and I know you thought that I was looking I at did. an unfortunate circumstance person dangalang. Uh-huh. It was a person, a normal person. He was like, oh, I'm just. I'm coming from Amazon, and I, I need to go. Not only was he <laughs> peeing on the street behind a car, he didn't think anybody could see him. 
but I saw his whole penis. <laughs> he was talking on the phone. Oh, no. <laughs> he was holding up one hand, talking on the phone, and his other hand, zipper, shaking out a dang-a-lang, wow. peeing by a Honda Fit. No. Putting that penis back in. <sighs> I could not believe that was happening. And you should have honked. <laughs> I was getting my hair cut. Oh, you were. So I was sitting in Antonio's. So he had a captive audience. I was just looking, and I was like, and I, the person that was cutting my hair, I was like, I just saw him peeing. <laughs> and then she proceeded to tell me that, like, they see, because from where they are on mm-hmm. uh, second in Virginia, first in Virginia, like, people relieving themselves in the manner that you just told, and mm. they have to call the police. <sighs> come on, guys. Keep it in your pants. Yeah. Come on, y'all. Get it uh, by the hour motel room. <laughs> something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's that's disturbing. Um. Okay. I'm still in LA, right? And this is some good storytelling. Justin Timberlake had just performed like uh, at the Forum or one of the big stadiums, um, but my friends who were in the know, in the deep, deep know knew that he was going to be performing after that at House of Blues. So we all got into the car, head over to House of Blues. That's fun. It was going to be like an 11 p.m. show. So we got there. It was like 9.30. Waiting in line with everyone else that knew that this was happening. Um, just, you know, having a good old time in L.A. at night on the strip. And all of a sudden, a limousine pulls up right where we are on the street. Is it Burt Reynolds or somebody? It was not Burt Reynolds. Um, it was the real-life roller girl from Boogie Nights. <laughs> and what I mean by that is this woman... I never saw that movie. ...gets out of... So she was just a girl on roller, on roller skates the entire time. But this woman in particular walks out of limousine, and the only thing she's wearing is a pair of sneakers on her feet. Stop, she's naked. She's stark naked. Completely naked. She has a skateboard with her. Puts the skateboard down. There's a film crew that spills out of the limousine. And they're filming her. And she is not a good skateboarder. So she skates maybe two, three steps. Falls off. Has a like raspberry on her butt, on her leg. Gets back on. Proceeds to skateboard. Three more feet. Falls off. And it keeps happening over and over again. And everyone in line is frozen. Just what is going on? Does that have anything to do with Justin Timberlake? Nothing. We were just waiting in line for the show to, to, to the, for the doors to open up. Um, and also we're like, where can we see the final product of this footage? Because we're all curious to know what is happening right now. Just a naked woman on a skateboard getting some road rash. That is so strange. <laughs> so, and it, the most surreal moment of our lives. Um, well, was the show good? It was great. It's super intimate. He's just wearing jeans and a t-shirt, trucker hat. Uh, it's like an acoustic thing. Very R&B, couple dancers. What year was this? <sighs> this was like 2010-ish, okay. I want to say. Maybe a little earlier. It was before the Super Bowl, the Janet incident, yeah. Um, but it was very cool. 
I think he was smoking pot on stage or something. Oh, Elon Musk. It was very, very, very chill. He was doing that before it was cool. Before it was cool, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was a good, really intimate show. Yeah. Um, so that was my, um, my look, roller girl story. Did she look good naked? She was fabulous naked. So she was, if you, she, she had it and she flaunted she, it. She, and she fell on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one's going to seem kind of trite because we pretty much talk about it every single week. Did somebody unfollow you on Instagram? No. <laughs> My, I cannot believe this is happening story. Uh-huh. November 8th, 2016. Okay. When 45 was elected. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember, I'll never forget, I was sitting on the couch. Aaron and Charlotte had long gone to bed, and I was just watching their returns come in. Because mm-hmm. I was so excited because we were about to have our first woman president. president. Yeah. And we were all texting. Big fan um, of us, yeah. And we were like, we were like, no, no, Hillary's still going to win. Hillary's still going to win. Mm-hmm. But when it got late enough till we knew. Was it Florida. Florida. We yeah. were waiting on Florida and then Pennsylvania. When we realized that 45 was going to win, uh-huh. he who shall not be named. Yeah. I just remember sitting on the couch crying and then the next morning waking up, like hoping that something a, had changed. Right. Yeah. And I remember that whole day just being like, this is not a reality that we are currently living in. Mm-hmm. And two years later, it's, Here we are. it's even worse than what we imagined <laughs> right. that it would be. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I, we saw each other the next morning. Yeah, and we just, like, cried. Yeah, it's like, this is weird. And then I had to teach yoga class. <laughs> yeah, totally. One of my students was like, you're using the same playlist as you did last week. I'm like, well, this is an emergency <laughs> so, situation. Exactly. We didn't have time to make a new playlist. <sighs> yeah, We're going was, down. That was a gnarly, it still is, but that initial, you know, it was like insertion without any lube. It's like, whoa. <laughs> This is really happening. Oh and it hurts, yo. Hi. I don't have to put the explicit content up. <laughs> you are so wrong for that. Guys, if you have any kids in the car, maybe now's the right time. And that's your problem. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're just living through it. Day yeah, by just, day. Do you know that the midterm elections is on my birthday this year? Oh, November 6th. We're hoping for a good birthday gift, yeah, aren't we? We're hoping for some Democrats <laughs> to be elected all across the board. Um, but we love our Republican listeners. We're pandering. I'm pandering. Crickets. Um, <laughs> Crickets. Okay, so cut to me deciding. We're always cutting to you. I'm leaving LA finally. Okay. Okay. It's out to that, the progression of my LA life. Um, so I had a ton of furniture and I get on Craigslist and I sell most of it. Okay. Joyfully. People just like are ready to, to buy my furniture. Um, and so this one guy came and I, I forget what he bought, but he bought a couple of, of things for me. And I remember that he was very handsome, very attractive. He was feeling I it. I was really feeling it, right? Um, so he bought it, he left, and then he sent me an email asking me about, like, oh, how do you put it together or something in that regard about the furniture? Um, I replied, and then I was feeling some kind of way, and I included it in there, like, 
And if you need help with anything else that's not furniture related. You, you know, love a good sext. Call, give me a call. Right. <laughs> Think I'm never going to see this person again, obviously. So the next week I was selling my desk. It was like a big old desk. And um, uh, uh, this couple replied and they're like, we love your desk. When can we come and get it? So we make arrangements, and they send me an, uh, an email saying, oh, just so you know, we're not picking it up. We hired someone to come pick it up for us, and he'll be there at 2, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I open the door, and it's that same guy <laughs> that bought my furniture the previous week. And it was just a little awkward. So what happened? <laughs> Nothing. He, was, he, was he awkward? Uh, yeah, it was, it, like, he was, uh, like, he was not on my team. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> so, but there we were having to like figure out how he's going to get this thing on his, on his dolly and take you it out. so funny, Kai. That's very brave of you. It was brave and brazen. Brave and brazen. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Um, so, y'all know that I had a child. <laughs> <laughs> and, if you have had children, you know that one. And I had a vaginal birth, so I popped popped that mug out. <laughs> and ever since then, um, if I have to pee, like I can't wait until I like I have to go at, at like the first urge. I can't hold my pee because yeah. then if I hold it too long, yes. then I I might start to leak. That's a thing that's happened. Yes. And this is a thing that other women that have had children will tell you. I am not making this. You're up. not special in this regard. I'm special in other regards. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I actually can't believe I'm gonna tell this story on the air. <laughs> so this was like a month ago. Literally, this just oh happened. My God. <laughs> and um, we're having a work picnic at my house. So I'm in Edmonds that day getting ready for like our picnic that we're having at our house. And I had been having a lot of gut problems as in not being able to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you and you know, like when you're having gut problems like this and you haven't gone to the bathroom for a while, you know, when you do go to the bathroom, it's going to be, it's going to be good. It's going to be a situation. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm standing at the post office ma- waiting to mail something in my sweet little town that I live in, and all of a sudden I'm starting to like feel things happening in my stomach. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh. There's movement. Yeah, but I'm already at the post office, so like I need to mail my shit, right? Your what? My shit. <laughs> so I mail, I handle my business. I, I say, actually I don't handle that business, but I handle my mail business. And I say, do y'all have a bathroom I can use? Well, of course, it's a federal building. And they say, we only have a bathroom that, you know, employees can use. I'm like, all right, great. So since I'm already downtown, I just start walking to where I know the public restroom is. Mm-hmm. But you know that feeling when you get closer to a bathroom? It intensifies. It intensifies. <laughs> so I'm wearing a dress. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I feel something on my leg. <laughs> And it happened. <laughs> Something was on my leg, and I'm not even going to say. A pigeon hit you on the inner thigh with its poo. But pigeon poo is white. 
And this wasn't. This was not white. Now, luckily, I had, uh, it was a Monday morning, and, you know, downtown Edmonds is not very happen on a Monday morning. So there was nobody around. Thank God. But I get into the public bathroom, and I look down my leg, because I was too mortified. I was like, I'm not going to look. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to stop and look. I'm not going to acknowledge the existence of what just happened. Exactly. And so I get to the bathroom, and I look down, and yeah. Yeah, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) That had happened. There was fecal matter on my leg. And it was just a... And I had on a dress. I just want to remind people of this. That's a good thing, right? Because if you're wearing pants, it could have been really bad. I think if I was wearing pants, it would have been better because it would have been contained. Uh, It wouldn't have been on my leg. Okay. So (laughs) I get into the bathroom, and it's one of those where they don't have uh, paper towels, just the blow. Yeah. So I had to do, like, I had a situation, and I was... Cleaning everything up and like doing everything, and some a woman walked in, and I was like, "You just need to wait." Like I just told her, I was like, "You, you said sh- fuck politeness. You need to wait." I was like, "I just need I need the bathroom to myself." And there's another one right next door. Um, I was like, "Just," and she was like, and she looked, she, yeah, she got it. She didn't skip a beat. She's like, "Yep, it's all you." Yep. So that is my my latest and greatest. I cannot believe this is happening. And mm-hmm. I just, I was talking to, I told uh, you, Aaron, my mom and dad about it. And that's it. And, and now the world. And now the world. <laughs> but my mom was just like, thank goodness that you weren't like in a public place. Uh-huh. I mean, I was in you a public were. place, yeah, but yeah. like there weren't a ton witnesses. of people. Witnesses. <laughs> Can you leave We don't them? need witnesses. Yes. Can you leave that happened to me, Kathy? <laughs> oh, okay. But guess what? You survived it. I did. You're stronger. Survive You're and better. thrive. You know, we, we thought, is this really happening to me? And now we can say, we survived this. But honestly, that is why I did that sugar-free thing. I was like, something is wrong with my gut. Uh-huh. I need to figure this shit out. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> That's brilliant. I think um, we should end on that special My meeting note. got canceled, if you want to keep going. <laughs> no. Um no, I think that we need to end on a high. <laughs> All right, y'all. The next time you see me, don't make fun of me because I'm just bearing my soul. I'm being vulnerable with you guys. And um, email us your poop stories. All of or them. Or your car wreck stories. Or your urine stories. We'll take number one as well. Or your porn stories. Uh-huh. Or your naked people sightings. Or your shavasana rubbing stories. <laughs> Actually, call the police first. And then tell us that story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bad things are happening. People are rude. Um, thanks for listening, you guys. We we hope you've truly enjoyed it as much <laughs> as we have enjoyed sharing with you. And we will catch you next week. <gasps> Bye-bye. Bye.